0: Hello and welcome to In the Art Scene podcast, an art podcast that has it all. I'm your host, Galina Marquez, and I invite fascinating people to talk about their personal creative journeys, success stories, and inspiration. We talk about art business and marketing, how to find your creative voice, and all the new trends in the art world, like NFT, AI, and such. Join me and my guest for today's conversation hello everybody and welcome back to in the art scene podcast and as you may guess again i'm having another amazing artist with me today tatiana lopez Uh, uh, i am blown away by what she's doing because i have never seen anything anything like that Uh, she is a visual storyteller uh, in a very interesting way, She's an anthropologist, and uh, I'll, I'll ask you more about that because you're uh, you're doing your MA in visual anthropology and uh, you're a part of the Visual anthropology Society, or uh, like I had no idea such society exists. Uh, more importantly, and more interestingly, Tatiana is uh, exploring very important, very complex, um ideas and her work is so uh touching and so uh, like i i get shivers when when i look at it uh, in the good way because it makes me think about things that i uh i would have never thought about you know without being pushed so uh, i think this is a great service that tatiana is doing actually for the whole world uh so why wouldn't you take away and introduce yourself and then i'll i'll ask you questions about your work because that's amazing
1: hi uh, galena thank you for having me today so it's so um i feel so good to to meet you and to be here to be able to share the work um so like you said i am a visual anthropologist um i'm from ecuador but i currently reside in new jersey um so i am also a storyteller a photographer um, so usually um, my work um, focuses on this body territory relations, and more specific in these relationships with the animistic worlds and the uh, human non-human relations we all hold um, so close, and so you know that we sometimes forget that we 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 are even connected to these other worlds because they're not visible to, you know, to our eye in this, in this, you know, like material world, how we call it. And it's mostly in, um, through dreams or through, you know, like intangible things that we can, we can really touch, but they are there no, So, um, I've been exploring this for the past two years. Um, I finished my master's in visual anthropology just last year Um, due to COVID and all everything, you know, like the world was crazy. (laughs) So I was able to finish last year. um, And through this master thesis um, that I I did, I was able to connect with um, indigenous separate women from Ecuador um, and work uh, on this, you know, body territorial relations. But then also in this in the aspect of of dreams of you know like how dreams something that we all uh, experience you know like all humans experience and how important they are in our daily lives and and how we disregard this because we we don't really pay attention or most people don't think they are important um and you know like being able to get connected to that idea of having dreams guide your life has been really life-changing for me um and and it's something you know that i carry really deeply now because it's it's something that i've i've had since i was a kid i used to have like all these vivid dreams and i didn't understand what they meant but i used to be like oh i've dreamed this before this already happened like what's going on And then, you know, like with time we grow up, we get caught up in all our our own, you know, like worlds and like problems and all this, you know, like society tells us, well, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And we forget there's a spiritual connection that we have with, you know, other beings, uh, because maybe it, it, it sounds weird or it sounds, you know, like it's not normal or, you know, we don't normalize those those things. So um through the masters i was able to get more deeply involved you know like and investigate what is that uh what what role dreams play in you know in indigenous communities and what role do they have in this body territory relations um and everything it's just interconnected when we when we talk about or when we you know like we see how um, extractivism keeps growing. and you know, like in the Amazon, and you know the minings are, you know like the mining is growing, the the issue keeps you know growing, and we're like just extracting or like thinking, okay, we're just extracting a re- resource, and we see you know nature as a resource. But then when this resource is extracted from this territory, then the territory also has a spirits. Like we all have, you know, like this angels or, you know, whatever we want, we want to believe, um, but we are guided by these spirits. So the territory also holds all all these spirits. And when the territory gets destroyed, then, you know, like Sapra people believe that um, the spirits leave this land. And since they leave, then they won't be able to dream anymore because there is no messengers to bring them, you know, like these dreams and to guide them and to being able to connect with them. So if this happens, then um, people, separate people are left with no answers to like how to act or what to do or, you know, like what's to come. So that, that, that connection between this world and the spiritual world, it's, it's, it's lost. Uh, So how, you know, like the way that they explain it is like, how do we allow them to destroy our land if, you know, like this is also destroying us and our well-being and our spiritual well-being? So it's just, you know, like it's kind of like a chain and everything is interconnected, but we don't see it like that because we don't see this affecting us in, in in this society, in this, you know, the Western society.
0: Yeah, and as you as you mentioned on your website, uh, correctly that uh, in the Western culture uh, we see ourselves separate from the nature, and and that uh, that brings a lot of problems. Uh, and uh, like the most underlying, the most fundamental problem is is the. Uh, the, the climate change and uh, all the environmental uh, the, the environmental crisis that we're facing right now. Uh, and I want to ask you about that and I want to ask you uh, a little bit more about the dreams but I I want you to explain to me a little bit to me and to everyone who's listening um the body territorial relations what what do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, so um usually when you know when I work with women from like from the territory, from indigenous uh, communities. They talk about this, um, you know, the land being destroyed. And then, of course, when the land is destroyed, the water is contaminated. The food is contaminated. And who are the ones who drink from that water? Who are the ones who eat that food? It's the, the families from these communities. So when they consume these products that are contaminated, their bodies are also being contaminated. So there is this relationship of, you know, like how our body is, you know, like our territory also that we have to protect. And as women, they have, you know, like all these experiences that they have encountered violence through, you know, like extractivism, violence sometimes in their communities for like from leaders that are, you know, like not doing good in their community. And then there is also this contamination that comes from all these other factors so their bodies are also at risk or, of getting sick. And, you know, it's not just the spirit because like um, what they, you know, their belief is like they are uh, 50% material world and then the 50% spiritual world. So there is the body and the spirit. And both of, both of them are important for them to be in balance and to be healthy and to, you know, have a well being. So in the same way, the land, is destroyed, their bodies are also being destroyed. So there is that relationship of, you know, like both body, like both are territories, like our bodies also a territory that we, like they feel like they have to resist um, against, you know, like contamination, against violence, against um, all these factors that are affecting them through extractivism and through climate change too.
0: So, yeah, it sounds like the uh, the extractivism is, is the problem on all levels. It's not only destroying the land, the body, but also uh, affects the spirits and spiritual connection for, for the indigenous people. Why are you working mostly with women?
1: Um, I think, well, um, when I I wanted to start this, you know, like this project, I keep seeing a lot of... Um, news and it was like always you know like the women having their front you know like the front in these issues and trying to you know like raise awareness and nobody was listening and everyone is you know like um I felt that when there is like a man in front everyone listens but when a woman comes to the front then you know like everyone is like oh you know like uh, it's okay So I I feel like it's so important. And, you know, like right now, I feel like that's changing, that the women are empowering themselves and like having this like leadership roles. But I feel like it's so important to have this spaces and to amplify their voices and being able to listen, deeply listening and not just hearing what they're, you know, like what they're saying, but listening and working towards that those solutions that they know that can help. But, you know, like sometimes we disregard that and also in, you know, like in this um, extractivism is such like uh, um, what you call it. It's 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 rooted in this patriarchal um, system that I feel like if we don't not destroy it, but this dismantle it from the bottom then nothing is gonna be changed. Like this has to be um, dismantled so we can create like a a vase that is not, uh, you know, like focus on this patriarchal system anymore because that's not working, that's not working anymore. Like it doesn't, you know, like in those communities, indigenous communities, there's not only men who live there and who can take the decisions, but there's women, there's children, there is, you know, like the elders and, Everyone should be able to have a decision and sh- to have a voice and say like I agree with this, I don't agree with that. But in some communities that doesn't happen. So it's mostly men who make these decisions and uh, about you know like land or about and then the women are more focused on the family and you know like harvesting their 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 food and you know like cooking. Um, so now that's, that's changing and they're trying to work together to be stronger so they can, you know, like move forward.
0: Yeah. I, I, I agree with you that it, it is very important. Uh, uh, and I was actually, uh, this morning I, I was reading something, uh, uh, for the, for the show that I'm going to be a part of, uh, and, uh, the show is in the women based, uh, complex, um, uh, mm-hmm. And and the show was about like women and feminism and 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 everything and uh, and I was thinking pretty much exactly like I'm I'm this is so serendipitous that we're talking about this today because uh like what is going on in my head is like women are the carriers of the culture women are the carriers of faith of life of everything and yet like you said patriarchal system is often Uh, diminishing those voices although like pretty much like remove women from the society and nothing is going to happen Mm -hmm. like the society is not going to exist because uh yes we are uh, like in most cases we are the protectors of of the like the fundamental weave of our lives our beings Mm -hmm. so yeah it's really interesting uh this is this is one of those moments when i feel like uh like that's a communication from the universe like i i'm i was focusing on this issue like literally this morning and here we are i, I had no idea how this conversation uh, was going to go and here we are talking about women protecting uh, the very existence on all levels the spiritual level on the physical level the environmental level of their communities it, it's absolutely amazing so I also wanted to ask you a little bit more in details about the dreams and uh, the work that you are doing in this series in particular. And I know that it's still ongoing. You continue uh, to do that. Uh, is, uh, it is kind of a outwardly uh, dreamy because you are using... Uh, cyanotypes as the, your like photography medium uh you are stitching on top of it uh there is also the poetry the indigenous poetry and some filming going on and it's all weaving into this absolutely uh like outworldly experience like i i was watching the clips on your uh, website and i like i felt like i was dreaming you know with those voices <sighs> of women reading the poetry it's just absolutely beautiful. So uh, can you tell me a little bit more what you have learned about the dreams, uh, how they guide them, how do they, like, maybe there's some meaning, because you said that it's also changed uh, your life, because you uh, began to understand more about the dreams that you have had as, as a child, and maybe you're still having. So can you talk a little bit more about this?
1: Yeah, of course. So um, I think, you know, like when it comes to dreams, it's always been something very like mystic and, you know, like interesting for me and like having that connection again, it's, it's just really special and it builds more of like a grounding of like an understanding and more of like respect for all this, you know, that we have, we are able to experience. So for them dreams like in Sapara cosmologies are you know messages so they they the way that they explain it is um there is different levels of uh of dreams so um it's you know like and they explain it like in that in a way that we 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 can understand because not everyone you know um it's going to be like i feel like they have become a custom of explaining this to us so we understand Rather than explaining just like, oh, it's a dream and this is what's going to happen and it's a message and it's, you know, like the spirit of the mountain telling us this, but they explain it as if, you know, like there is a stages. So one stage can be like a dream that is just a message or it could be like a memory from the past or um, it can also be like something that's going to happen in the future. So. For example, for them, if they dream um, something, let's say like they have a, a, a meeting in the dream with a tiger um, and I used to hear, you know, like their, their dreams every morning because they will share them and they will interpret them and then they will be like, OK, then it's safe to go to the, uh, the forest today to hunt or, you know, like it, it's 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 something that they have to interpret first to move on with their with their day. So you know, like it will be like there was this dream that I remember that um one of the uh, the elders had. And one morning he was explaining to me, he was like, yeah, like I used to have this dream where I met this tiger in the uh, in the forest. And the tiger keep like, you know, like telling me you're coming to my place, like you're coming into my territory, like I don't want you here. And then he's like, And I couldn't understand what he was trying to tell me. And then he's like, and then days after, like I went hunting and there was this tiger standing, you know, like in this like far away. It wasn't like really close, but I saw him and then he saw me. And at that moment, like I, he was like, I remember my dream. And then I was like, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, okay, I know that I don't have to go to that towards that area because that's the target's territory. And then he's like, and I told the tiger that was far away. It's okay. I understand. I know I'm not going to pass to your territory. I'm going the other way. Please don't, you know, like, don't kill me. I'm leaving. And then he left and the tiger left. And I was like, so amazed about that, you know like that understanding of like respect for other beings for other living beings, you know like that they're not, they're they're like other than human. So having this, you know, understanding and not like cross to other people like other peoples or other animals or other, you know, beings. um, And he knew that because of a dream. Like, you know, like he remembered his, his dream and he knew not to go there because of the dream, because otherwise he would have gone. And then maybe the tiger would have killed him. So like all this, you know, like little like messages that, you know, they they say that it comes in dreams. When I used to live in like I was living there with them when I was doing my thesis, I remember I wasn't having dreams or like I was having dreams, but I couldn't remember them. And I keep like telling them, I I can't remember my dreams. Like, I don't know. And because they will ask me, what do you dream in the morning? I was like, I don't know. I don't remember. And then they're like, okay, you need to start writing what you do during the day. Like at night, journal everything you do during the day. And then um, we're going to give you tobacco, which is the plant that, you know, clears your spirit. So you're able to dream and clears you of like negative energies. So every night they will give me tobacco, and I will write what 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 happened in my um, during my day, and then in the morning I will try to write what I dreamed, or even you know if I remember something very small or not. So I will write it, and then little by little, like I started getting into like this, you know, remembering more and more because like it was like I was more. I guess like centered and my head wasn't going all over the place. They they explained that when you have a lot of going on and you're like trying to figure out what's going to happen tomorrow, a month from now, what happened yesterday, all this worry, it blocks your, you know, like your dreams. So you are not able to have a good night of sleep. Your body doesn't rest and your spirit doesn't rest. So that affects you know like how you how you you dream or why you dream or don't remember your dreams so um i remember after that i keep having like really vivid dreams and it was like oh and now like i i'm trying to understand what they mean because for some reason for some people they might represent something else and it also it's it takes you to know what's going on with you with your body right and this in this world and in the material world when we talk about and you know like i'm talking right now as if it was two worlds but there is not like for the Sakura, there's only one it's just how we have to you know like and that's those dualisms that we create that okay there has to be two two in order for us Mm -hmm. to understand but there's only one world and it's just the world it's forming you know the spirit and the body so, um, right now, you know when i dream i i I feel like I try to understand the situation I'm going through, all the emotions that I'm going through, and how that is affecting, or you know, like how can I better or you know like pay attention more towards or what what's going on that, you know, like, why do I dream like this? And what's going to happen today? And like, I I try to pay attention to all those things. I'm, I'm more aware, rather than, you know, like, just have a dream and then forget about it and be like, Oh, it was it was just a dream, you know, and don't make those connections. So it has really, you know, make me more aware of who I am as a person. And you know, like what, my journey or what my, my, my path should be, or where should, you know, should I guide it to? Um, so it's, it, it, you know, in the past two years that I've been doing this, it has really opened up this, you know, like, um, more of like an opportunity to explore who I am really and where I want to go as, you know, like not a, just as an artist, but as a person, as, you know, like an individual, being a person of like service and, you know, like go through that healing that um sometimes we, 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 we disregard, we really, you know, like we just so caught up in our own, you know, like little world, the things that we have to do. And you know, like bills and we have to pay to this. And you know, nobody is asking us, uh, well, how do you feel internally? How's your spirit? How is your heart? You know, and through dreams, I've been able to do that, you know, like a little bit of that healing of like questioning, okay, how are my emotions right now? And trying to go through that, you know, like that process, which it's, you know, like a long process, but you know. We have to start somewhere, so that's how you know, like dreams have you know been, and you know, like for me, they have been really important
0: it's very interesting the the custom tradition, so they would they would get together every morning uh, and talk about their dreams,
1: yeah, every
0: he, that's how they start their day,
1: yeah, so um, most of the families, um there are some families who don't, um and you know, like a lot of like separate people already have um um you know like uh men or women got married with a different culture um Mm -hmm. and then you know like they they have like different cultures in their in their families so there is um families that they get up in the morning and they drink wayusa which is a tea made of a leaf Mm -hmm. and they drink that um and they are able to have like this circle and share about their dreams. So it's like four in the morning, they will gather and they will drink the tea. They will tell their dreams. They will talk. They, it's like a family kind of like mm-hmm. getting together, you know. And then in the morning after that, they go shower in the river and they start the day. So it's, you know, like I feel like it's such a beautiful way to start your day because like you're starting like so clear and just so... um you know like with like your body just feels like la- lighter you know like it's not that you know like oh I don't want to get up or like um yeah and and I struggle with that here when I come to the states like it's so weird because like when I'm in Ecuador I'm like up so early and I'm like okay I'm gonna do all this and like you know like I'm I, I feel rejuvenated and then when I come to the states I, I struggle getting up in the morning and it's just like I'm like, why does this happen? I'm like, oh, I'm so lazy today. So it's, you know, like, I feel like it's also like the change um, of places. And and the dreams are completely different too. So it's really, you know, like interesting to see that uh, that contrast when you're like in, in a place that is like more connected to nature. You're like, you know, it's choir and the food is different then when you're like in a place and you're like russian and you're like you have to go to work you have to do this you have to like and then you take like this you know fast food and then because you have to eat Mm -hmm. super fast and then how your dreams also are affected by this by the way of life that you have so it's you know interesting to to really go through that
0: yeah it is very interesting Hey, In the Arts and Listeners! I just wanted to say a quick thank you for all the support you've given me in the past year. It means more than you know. Every donation through Buy Me a Coffee and every purchase of swag helps me keep up with the production and put out a new episode every week. And I certainly appreciate if you will keep doing it. But I also feel that if you like the show this much, you deserve a little more than just a thank you. This is why I launched a Patreon page, there will be monthly live Q&As, exclusive content, and for the hardcore fans, I got some swag and keepsakes. I love this community that we are building together, and by joining my Patreon, you will help me create more content for you. Go to patreon.com/in the art scene and join today. Hey, remember I said I'm a one woman show? Well, there's a little more to it. Being a busy mom, an artist, and an entrepreneur is not easy. There's just not enough hours in a day to do everything I need to do and produce a podcast. And let's be honest, I know close to nothing about the sound production and editing. This is why I use Fiverr. I have found the most amazing professional editor who's been a part of my team since season two. Fiverr is an amazing resource, especially for artists whose precious time should be spent in the studio and not at the computer. You can literally find everyone you need, from virtual assistants to web designers and SEO specialists to help you run the business side of your art practice, and for any budget as well. Go to intheartscene.com Fiverr to get connected with professionals who will help you get the things done. Are you trying uh, at least to keep the practice when you were in the states of, uh, you know, journaling in the <laughs> evening and remembering your dreams in the morning?
1: Yeah. So when I come here, I feel like I I um I can really uh journal like write everything that happens. So what I do is I will write like little kind of like poems or just like words that explain how I'm feeling, and then I I try to like embroider a lot. And that helps me to, you know, like be and, you know, when I get up, I I try not to like see my phone like right away. And, you know, like I try to be like, okay, what did I dream today? What did I dream last night? And I try to remember and then I write it down. So um, it's, you know, like it's kind of like it's a different routine than when I, I am in Ecuador and, you know, like I'm just it's just naturally, like your body is just feels more naturally here. I feel sometimes like I have to force myself to do these mm-hmm. things. Um, because I'm, I, I don't want to go through like that routine of like, oh, I don't want to get up. Like, I'm so lazy today, you know, like, and I push myself and I'm like, no, I need to, you know, like, kind of keep with with what like my practice, it's a practice. And I feel like that takes also, you know, like willingness to to do like, and it's okay, you know, like, sometimes I do feel like, like, um, tired and, and I'm like, oh, I feel tired. And I'm like, okay, it's okay to feel like this also accept that, you know, like it's okay to sometimes feel sad or discouraged or like not wanting to do anything and just like lay in bed and sleep. Like I've also been trying to learn that too, because sometimes I feel like I push myself too much to do all these things that i want to do and then my body also gets tired and my spirit also gets tired and i get discouraged and all these things so being able to you know like do different things go like i love like hiking and you know like going out and just like do things like that to like keep me inspired and you know like not falling into that you know like that that routine that um doesn't really you know doesn't really contribute anything
0: yeah uh you mentioned that uh, the dreams are different because you're changing places but then, then you're changing the the pace of life and what you eat and how you but um uh, do you feel like the spirits are different or like do are, are there any spirits in the states that will guide you through your dreams at all because I mean, then the the land is so like overdeveloped that i like i i don't know if any spirits would staying here
1: yeah so um what i you know like what the um the several people used to tell me or the, the members from the community i work was that in the cities are like really hard to dream like to be yeah, able to dream uh because yeah the spirits might not be here because it's you know like every there is no like really natural places around but then um if you also contribute that to your worries or, you know, like all the things that you are going through and then you keep thinking, okay, what do I have to do tomorrow? And then you go to bed thinking about that. Then obviously, you know, like the spirit is not going to be able to travel into like this um they call it makihaunu which is the space where dreams happen and which is this other you know like it's, it's just a space where the spirit can go and receive messages so um the the spirit is not gonna be able to to you know like hum and then also it's gonna get tired So that's why when you get up in the morning and you're like, I slept a lot, but I still feel tired is because your spirit wasn't able, like you gave your spirit a lot of tasks to do Mm -hmm. and you were like, okay, I have to do this. Like what, what's going to happen in a month? What's going to happen tomorrow? You're giving your spirit a lot of tasks and they're trying to find the answers for you, but they are not able to like to find it. So when you get up, your body is going to feel tired because your spirit was tired, too. So there is all this, you know, going on. So there they said that when you're in the city, you have to make sure that you eat healthy, that you eat, you know, good, good food, not just, you know, like fast food or any of that. So you eat healthy that you when you go to bed, you don't go thinking and worrying about things for the next day like try not to, you know, like think about it, just like try to go with a clear mind and be like, okay, I'm going into, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to go into this space, and I'm just going to let, you know, like my spirit rest and bring me the messages that I'm supposed to be receiving. So, and that's also hard sometimes, right? it's like a a whole meditation it's like okay how do i quiet my mind to like just shut up and you know like do its thing so it's uh it's 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 just a practice too that that we have to you know so it's it's a work that we all have to go through
0: yeah and, and it makes so much sense that we're not letting our spirits rest uh uh, and we get up tired because I I feel like pretty much everyone in the Western world can relate to it, but we like have no idea what's going on. Like, stress, depression, whatever, blah blah blah. But uh it all comes to like you're not nourishing your body, you're not letting your spirit to rest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it makes so much sense. Um I I also wanted to ask you about the name uh, uh for the series and and go a little bit uh, into the technical uh, aspect of that because uh, you are mixing so many mediums together to create the visual for for your research uh that I just I, I cannot not ask you <laughs> about that <laughs> uh but the name is is quite long so it's in between dreams forest uh echoes uh a song it's... about uh, about the burning anaconda mm-hmm. is, is that is that right like that's yeah that's a mouthful <laughs> that's a mouthful
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah it was a really long uh title that i was also very um way you call it i was procrastinating and i was like oh maybe that shouldn't be the title but then i was like but i feel like it should be the title and it was just like trying to mix everything that the image represented and not just the image but also the um the idea where the images came from right so like what 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 came behind that or why i did this series this way so you know like it has a lot of mediums and i've um when i started i was uh, a photographer so i started as a photographer and then i started mixing media and then you know like i started Doing drawings, and I used to do all this mandala, like sand mandalas and sun and draw mandalas and then, um somehow I couldn't really stay with one media, and I was like, but I want to do like a, a lot of stuff like I want to be able to mix different stuff and then after like um I think it was like twenty twenty one yeah last year um i um I did this course in embroidery for embroidery. Mm-hmm. And it was just for fun because like I was doing my thesis and I was like, oh, I need something to kind of like keep me inspired and like inspire because like I feel like I'm just like doing the same thing every day. So then I took this course and it was like it completely changed my mind so I was like, oh, I can do I was like, and they the, the idea came. I was like, this is the right, you know, like the right medium to express what happened during my film work and i had these portraits of women that i photographed in medium format and i was just getting into doing medium format and the film had got ruined in the airport because it went through the uh, the scanner oh
0: my god so i was
1: <gasps> yeah so i was like devastated i was like the film just got ruined and then I remember like having the film and I was like, I can't use this. Like, it's just like burn. So then I'm like, I'm going to maybe do something with it. And then I didn't know what to do with it. And then I took this embroidery course and it was like, I feel like I'm going to learn how to do the cyanotypes and then I'll use the photo embroidery. And then, you know, it was just so like natural that the ideas just came together and I wasn't really, you know, like there was no much thought in it. It was just like, oh, I'm just going to do this for, you know, like it was like, I'm going to do the embroidery for fun. And then I'm like, the film got ruined. So how can I fix that so I can use those images and make something of it? And then, you know, like.
0: So you used a ruined film to make cyanotypes. Yeah. Wow. So I I was going to ask you because I have never seen cyanotypes of like uh, human portraits. I have seen cyanotypes of objects, uh, plants, you know, all of that, and I was like, "How's how's that possible? You like, you cannot possibly expose a human body to <laughs> to the sun to make that. That's very interesting.
1: Yeah. So I used the yeah the negative, and then you know, like I scan it and put it into the computer, and then I made like a a negative of of the the photo. So then I did, you know, like the cyanotype. It also took me because I've never done a cyanotype with like an actual photo. And then, you know, like the shadows and the highlights work different in the cyanotype. And, you know, like if they're very contrasty, they won't look good in the cyanotype. Mm -hmm. So I had to like adjust to that. And then I had to like learn what was the right, you know, like exposures and then how were the photos. So like, it was a whole process. And it was also like, I feel like this process of also meditating and, you know, like being learning something new and like what I wanted, you know, like being inspired to create something that I had no idea how to do it. And then, you know, When I was able to finally make one cyanotype that came out super great, I was like, oh, this is so exciting. So then I started doing the embroidery and I was like, "Okay, now I want to use the embroidery. So the embroidery um, was this uh, path, right? The uh, the path that the women or this like older generations took um to get to this generation and how they keep you know like bringing new generations and just like that lineage that follows right so i just wanted to you know like show that in the photo and then when you have the cyanotype you know like and you use also you know like the sun to expose and then the um the water to wash them and it's just like the elements are there mm-hmm. So it was just so meaningful how like the whole process just came to be and came together. So it was, you know, like I, I just I I was like, this is what, you know, like I think like I want to do a series of this because it has meaning to me and it has meaning to what I've experienced and what the women said. And, you know, like this um, also this relationship of like their bodies related with nature and you know like um having that into one image was like so important to me and then you know the series came to be and it was just something that I I wasn't planning on doing but they it just happened and you know it, it it was just so awesome that it just I didn't have to put like all this hard work but it was just like a process of you know getting inspired and and doing something with what i i had so um yeah
0: sounds like some spirit has been guiding you (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i like i love that you are uh mixing all the natural elements and you're also embroidering uh like leaves and plants onto the photographs on onto the cyanotypes and uh yeah I, i had another cyanotype um uh, artists on the podcast and she was talking about the same thing that and she was she's doing cyanotypes with plants so it's mm-hmm. kind of you know easier to just lay them on the surface and and for her it was also the connection to nature because you're working with a plant material with the sun with water uh so it, it's uh, yeah it is a very uh like it is very interesting like the the cyanotypes have this uh, property that make them look kind of outwardly, yet they they really combine all the uh natural elements together in the process of making it's it's really fascinating,
1: yeah, yeah, and also um about the you know like the burning anaconda when we talk when you know like when Sapper talk about the burning anaconda or the anaconda is the um so the anaconda is the the yeah uh, the being that balances the earth when the earth is going out of balance so i i you know like i wanted to have that kind of like that as a story because if you know if the the earth is getting destroyed and you know like our bodies are getting contaminated then everything is going out of balance so you know like bringing that being to balance it again and to let us know you know like so it's like echoes the burn like the song of the burning anaconda it's like this song that reminds us the message that we have to you know like change our way so the earth doesn't get destroyed um so it was just kind of like also like you know bringing that message together with the images that you know
0: yeah it makes sense it it totally makes sense now because uh yeah at at first when i was reading it like okay I, i read it once like in between dreams okay let's let's go again (laughs) what what on earth but yeah it it does it does make a lot of sense that uh the the dreams uh, are the messages that we receive and the messages are about the earth and the forest that is being uh destroyed and the anaconda is the balance of of the world and it's it's burning it's it's dying practically so yeah it it does it does make a lot of sense so you have another element in this series which is uh little films that you're making films and audio the poetry uh can can you can you uh, tell us a little bit how that came to be
1: yeah so um the audio was uh, something that i already had envisioned when i was doing my thesis i wanted to have like um the songs of like women in the background of their photos, so it was just going to be a photo, and then it was going to be the the song in the background, right? So you know that that woman is singing, and it was like so straightforward. But then when you know like the uh, the film got ruined, I didn't have any photos, and I was like, oh, now you know I can't really do this. And then after you know like when the cyanotypes came to be and like the embroidery, and I was like, this is perfect because now I can mix the video which is you know like landscapes of just like how he feels like i wanted to portray like how he feels to be in the forest sometimes because like when we go for the first time for me was kind of like this like out of this world you know like experience and i was like where i am? like where am i like this is such a beautiful place and and you just feel like that you know like it was like this existed all the like all this time and like this is the first time i'm here and it's just like such like a profound experiences, like being there. So I wanted to have this, you know, like this kind of feeling of like being always moving in the forest. And you know, like when you're there, like you're always walking, you're crossing rivers, you're like, you have to go like, there's no car. So you have to walk everywhere, or you have to go in the boat. And I wanted to have that, you know, like that. And it's kind of like, also, like you said, like a dream, right? When we're in a dream, it's kind of like, we're just moving and everything just changes and like colors and like all this comes all at once that we, we really don't, you know, like don't know how to make sense of it. So I wanted to have that feeling and I wanted to have, you know, like in the background, I wanted to have their voice. Like I want to have their songs because um, I like for them, like the separate language is like also in danger of extinction because um, only three, Elders are the ones who speak the language, and their songs are a way to preserve that, because that's what's easiest, you know, pass to other generations and what they 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 they, they they've been learning a lot. So, I wanted that to also have you know like kind of like a come together into one piece, like not just the cyanotypes, but also the video and like this kind of like interdisciplinary um, show that you know that you see in the website
0: well you are you, you accomplished that because this is <laughs> such a such a multi-sensory experience even even just from your website it's already a multi-sensory experience uh, I wonder uh if, like uh, I wish I would see it in person one day because that, <laughs> that would that would bring uh like when you are in the, like in the same space with the artwork and uh, not just interacting with the screen of the computer uh like Maybe even like touch the embroidery a little bit that would be absolutely amazing but even even on your website it it gives uh like the, the experience on so many levels of what you're trying to say uh yeah, it's really beautiful thank you absolutely beautiful All right well, um is there anything else the the message uh that you want to uh, tell our listeners today because we, we've been we've been uh, i feel like we covered a lot of ground and it's it's always been almost been an hour yeah uh, and uh i i wanted to ask you about another series that i saw on your website which is also very interesting it's it's, it's also the research of the um the body spatial uh relation but in a totally different way i don't know if we have time for it today but i would really love to bring you back on the podcast and talk about this uh because that that was uh, something interesting uh like to to me personally uh but in terms of uh the your current series and your current work that you were doing uh um the dreams uh how much you have learned uh, how much you have changed um your time with, uh, with supper people, um, uh, what, what message would you give, uh, to everyone who's listening?
1: I think that, uh, you know, like just to pay more attention to to your dreams, to what's going on around you. Like, I feel like sometimes we just walk without seeing what's around us or without listening, you know, like the birds or like the wind and, you know, like the rain, like when it rains, we're like, oh, it's raining. I feel like, you know, <laughs> like sometimes we get annoyed of it and just like to pay attention more to, you know, like what your surroundings are and I feel like that will open up like a more, you know, like a better understanding of the other beings, you know, like the other beings that accompany, uh, accompanied us, the other beings that are always there with us. And we maybe don't see them, but they are guiding us. So I feel like right now we're like in, in a time where, you know, a lot of things are going on in the world and a lot of like um there's a lot of you know like anxiety and a lot of anger and a lot of like all this negative um you know negative feelings that we are experiencing um but we also have like all this you know like there's hope there is all this really beautiful uh things this beautiful world that we have but we just have to notice it we have to you know like notice that it's there and notice that you know, Mother Earth is there for us and is guiding us and it's, um, you know, like it's crying and it's, you know, like telling us here I am for you. Um, So I think, you know, paying attention to to your dreams and just be more aware and mindful of what we do, um, you know, in in our daily lives. Um, It can, you know, like it can make a big difference in everyone's points of view right now in the world
0: yeah it's a beautiful message thank you so much i i I truly think that we're like the western society uh sounds so uh like globally consuming like when you're talking about western society you're pretty much talking about like the the population that dominates the how world operates right now which is and 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 in your message it's it's so true that it dominates and operates in the in the way that is very harmful for for the earth and for us for human beings on the physical level on emotional level on spiritual level and on all the levels and uh it's almost like we yeah we really forgot that we are one with the nature and we're just not noticing it anymore yeah yeah All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for for your wisdom. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. Um, I I look forward to seeing more of the series. Uh, I will make sure to leave uh, all the information in the show notes. links to your website your social media which is guys if you don't follow tatiana on uh, instagram you absolutely have to because her instagram is like a beautiful gallery of her work and beautiful messages uh you just go go to go to her uh instagram uh can you spell the instagram account for us tatiana please
1: yeah so it's uh tatiana t-a-t-i-a-n-a lopez l-o-p-e-z Uh, underscore O-M.
0: Everybody heard that? (laughs) but i'll i'll leave the links in the show notes uh i'll make sure to uh show some of the some of the work in the show notes so you have an idea of what we were talking about but absolutely absolutely go to tatiana's website and uh watch the clips read uh especially read what what she's talking about because she has done an amazing research uh not only you know from the scientific standpoint she has lived what she's talking about so Tatiana thank you so much for your time and I will be uh, back in touch with you because I really want to bring you back on the podcast and talk about your other work because I, I feel like uh, every series of yours we can just spend an hour easily talking about all right thank you thank
1: you well, thank you so much for having me and I'm I'll be gladly come back um, it's a pleasure. and to you thank it's you so much
0: all right we'll see you in the art season It has been another episode of In The Art Scene podcast. If you liked today's conversation, please give us a good review on Apple and go listen to other great stories. Check out our website intheartscene.com or follow us on Instagram at intheartscene for more content. If you are a creative and you want to share your story, shoot us a message from the website or DM us on Instagram. Look forward to seeing you next time. In The Art Scene!